Call for Greg residents to get medical services in Carlow. Article by Suzanne Pender. The practice of asking Greg Cullen people to travel long distances for medical appointments when the same service is available within walking distance of their home has to stop. That was the message from Carlow Municipal District, whose members last week backed a motion put forward by Councillor Finton Phelan, calling on the HSE to change its practice of sending people living in Greg Cullen to Port Leash, Tullamore and Athlone when the same medical service is available within walking distance in Carlow Town. It is not fair or practical to ask people to travel large distances to avail of basic health care when those services are available on their doorstep, said Councillor Phelan. The HSE needs to take a common-sense approach here, and the respective HSE areas should coordinate with each other and enable those who are living just over the county boundary to avail of the service in Carlow, he added. This issue primarily affects those living just over the Carlow border in Greg Cullen, who, because they are based in the Leash HSE area, are being sent to Port Leash, Tullamore or Athlone for medical appointments. This practice has been happening for a long time and it continues to severely impact on people and is unnecessary, said Councillor Phelan. The motion was seconded by Councillor Tom O'Neill and fully supported by all members who urged common sense to prevail. Councillor John Casson pointed to the problems this caused for people who didn't have cars and the days children missed from school due to appointments. Mayor of Carlow, Councillor Fergal Brown, remarked that as school principal he could confirm that. He also pointed to the vaccine rollout which operated successfully based on the postal code. That could present a solution, he stated. The Council will now write to the HSE and the Minister for Health asking for a change in the system. Two cars set on fire in Carlow Town. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Gardaí and Carlow are appealing to anyone who may have information in relation to an alleged arson attack in the town. Two cars parked in the driveway of a home in Hunter's Green, Pollerton, were set alight around 12.30am last Wednesday morning, the 28th of April. The fire brigade attended the scene and there was little damage to either car. If you saw anything suspicious, contact the Gardaí on 059 913 6620. Pres de la Salle crowned National Debate Champs. Article by Elizabeth Lee. They're thrilled. I'm delighted for them, said Leon Power, who has just brought the Presentation de la Salle debating team to All-Ireland victory. The Bagnallstown team scooped first prize in the Concerned School Debating Competition after beating Baileyborough CS from County Cavan in last Thursday's final. The talented debaters included Stephanie Doyle, Stanislav Ustinov, Dylan O'Neill, Adam Zielinski and Katie Doyle, who were elated at the win. Teacher Leon Power was their coach and mentor who inspired and encouraged them to victory. This is the second time that Leon's students have bagged the ultimate prize in the Concerned School Debating Competition after they won the title in 2015. The prestigious competition sees over 100 schools across Ireland debate topical issues such as climate change, income inequality, economic and political affairs. The debating season started last September and PDLS remained undefeated throughout the league phase. The All-Ireland phase began in February. 
As the competition becomes more intense, so do the motions. In the final, PDLS had just 10 days to come up with points against the motion that Savage cuts to overseas aid proposed by the British government are unjustified and counterproductive, a task they took in their stride as they successfully defeated the motion and were crowned national champions for the second time in just a few years. This is a remarkable victory for the school. Mr Power commented on the flair and talent of this year's winners. They are a joy to work with, he said. They bring a massive energy to each debate and just enjoy what they do. A lot of thanks is owed to the teaching staff, wider school community, parents and families. The community spirit behind debating in PDLS is second to none. The energy and support are great. The national final debate is being broadcast on Concern's official YouTube channel this Friday the 14th of May. Bronsite will be at heart of Arts Festival, article by Suzanne Pender. The iconic former Bronsite is set to come alive again, with a myriad of artists from music, visual arts, performance and dance set to take over the giant abandoned landmark to create a 72-hour Lost Weekend event. Carlo Arts Festival has joined forces with Visual Carlo to co-create Woman in the Machine, an exciting large-scale event at the former Braun building. The filmed experience, digital content and virtual space will be available at www.womaninthemachine.com from the 11th of June. There will also be a significant lighting installation and on-site sharing of work across the second weekend of the festival from the 11th to the 13th of June. Woman in the Machine will unfold through film, exhibitions, sound works, light installations, digital native events, a virtual exhibition space, performances, talks and community engagement projects created in response to Carlo's landmark former Braun site. The incredible landmark building has dominated my imagination certainly since first arriving in Carlow, said Joe Mangan, Festival Director of Carlow Arts Festival 2021. As a lifelong fan of between-life spaces in the creation of my own work, I am always on the hunt for that sweet spot in a building's life when artists are welcome to come and reimagine that life briefly. This project has been gestating for quite some time, and the timely coming together with visual and brightening air to make it possible makes me thrilled for the building, the artists involved, and the people of Carlow who have such a deep relationship with the site. We are indebted to Sean Gallagher for his generosity in allowing that access, said Joe. Emma Lucy O'Brien, CEO and Artistic Director of Visual Carlo, remarked that townscapes are continuously changing, industries move on, technologies change, life responds and adapts. Braun in Carlo resonates for people in different ways. An edifice, a workplace, a landmark. It has captured imaginations and sits speculatively between its past and future. This summer, we bring an exciting new set of ideas to this factory floor, elevating and showcasing the creative processes of women working in science, technology, digital and electronic arts, said Emma Lucy. Woman in the Machine is part of Carlo Arts Festival 2021. The full festival programme will be announced today, Tuesday the 4th of May.
The first big cultural event of the summer, Carlo Arts Festival, returns with an ambitious hybrid model of live, digital and participatory experiences taking place over 10 days from the 4th to the 13th of June. Carlo Darkness into Light gets underway on Saturday the 8th of May. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Organisers for the annual fundraiser for the suicide prevention charity Pieta House are urging people to get out and go for a run, walk or cycle at dawn on Saturday the 8th of May. The Darkness into Light event is a worldwide fundraiser for Pieta House and is remarkably well supported in Carlow. In the seven years that it's taken place in the town, it's raised a phenomenal €220,000, and that's in Carlow Town alone. It costs about €1,000 per person to treat them in the Pieta programme, so that's potentially 220 lives saved by the people of Carlow. Their generosity and the generosity of the local businesses are phenomenal. We couldn't hold the event last year because of the COVID-19 restrictions, but the last time we hosted it we raised about €40,000 when 2,000 people took part. Dolores O'Neill, chairperson of the Darkness Into Light Carlo Committee, told The Nationalist. This year the committee is encouraging people to complete a 5k walk, run or cycle while adhering to the COVID-19 social distancing rules. People can use the usual route through Carlo Town or they may pick a location that's special to them. They can also take part in the Darkness Into Light Challenge. When you select this option, the organisers are waiving the sign-up fee for anyone who pledges to fundraise €150. This year, the Carlow Committee has a beautiful abstract painting of Mount Leinster donated by Lachlan Bridge artist Kira Trench to raffle. All you have to do is to make a small donation and your name will be entered into the draw. And Dolores still has some bright yellow darkness into light t-shirts for participants to collect from the Specsaver shop on Potato Market Carlow. To register for Carlow Darkness Into Light this year, go to the Pieta House website, pieta.ie, and select the Carlow option. If you'd like to make a donation and enter the raffle for the painting, log on to the Darkness Into Light Carlow Facebook page. Strut Lord Kean Kinsella awarded €8,000 Arts Grant. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Kean Kinsella, better known as one half of Lords of Strut, has just been awarded a bursary of €8,000 from the Arts Council. The money awarded through a nationwide scheme, Platform 31, was dispersed by the local arts office and the National Arts Council and is to assist artists in developing their practice and test new ideas of collaboration, research, audience development, place-based arts and sharing their work. I'm delighted to be part of this pilot nationwide scheme to connect and support artists. Working together, we can continue making, playing and performing. The more collaboration and connectedness, the better, said Keen. From Cloida, Keane and his co-star in Lords of Strut, Cormac Mahali, initially found fame on Britain's Got Talent. Their act is a mix of highly camp acrobatics, dance and laughs, and features the duo in plenty of lycra. Son of Deirdre and Austin Kinsla, Keane perfected his street theatre skills at Clown School in Holland and honed his act further while working with Cormac. Given the fact that all live gigs have been put on ice for the past year 
and with no start date announced as yet, the funding will allow Kean to work on new material for Lords of Strutt. Speaking about the Platform 31 grant scheme, Sinead Dowling, Arts Officer with Carlow County Council, said, Now more than ever our artists need supporting. Platform 31 highlights the importance of our artists and their contribution to our thriving communities. This collaboration between the Arts Council of Ireland and local authorities is one of our many platforms that supports and nurtures artists living across County Carlow. It will provide financial support to artist Kean Kinsella and offer him the opportunity over the coming year to have the time and space to develop work as well as network with other artists nationally. Youth Orchestra aims to reach the perfect pitch. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Mixing music and pets? Why not? Pets have been so important in this pandemic year as the talented musicians in the Staves Orchestra know very well. The Staves is a youth orchestra that was formed in Carlow College of Music by its director, Magella Swan. The youngsters are now under the musical direction of Delphine Picovici, who has been teaching them with the same commitment as ever, pandemic or no pandemic. In recent weeks, eight of the young musicians have been rehearsing and preparing for a virtual musical event called the Carnival Orchestras that will take place on Sunday the 9th of May on Zoom. The young Carlo musicians featured in the show are Naomi and Lillian Picovici, Ed Scully, Anna and Eva Blasiewicz, Zina Deassa, Emma Harmon and Ian McCann. The Carlo contingent will join more than 150 children aged 7 to 12 from nine orchestras scattered across the country. They'll play together from home in a music programme accompanying prepared tracks on Zoom. Their programme includes a piece called The Covid Saga, arrangements of pieces by Haydn and Beethoven, a traditional Irish folk tune orchestrated and a musical story of a girl and a tiger in the pandemic. Children from the different orchestras will introduce elements in the programme and will exchange jokes with Smiler the Clown, a light-hearted MC guiding events as they unfold. Many children submitted pet photographs and artwork to be shared during the evening in a video backed with music. A highlight of the programme will be the introduction of one lucky pet from each orchestra to the audience, including Ian from Carlo and his hen. During the programme, Smiler will send shout-outs and virtual hugs on behalf of some children to relatives and friends whom they have not seen for many months, and will zoom in from their homes in Ireland, Europe and several continents to applaud and encourage the children, their teachers and parents with enthusiastic jazz hands. Some children have found it difficult to keep going with their music during the pandemic but they persevered and worked hard in preparation for this event against all the negatives of COVID-19. The orchestras have made new connections which hopefully can be maintained in the future. It's a moment to savour along with the children who are the musical future of our country, said Magella. The link to access the concert is available from the college, so contact them on 059-914076 or 083-0129-762 or by email on info at carlocollegeofmusic.ie